the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. These goods are often then processed and packaged by Chinese firms and re-exported. North Korea appears to have switched to making beauty products to get round sanctions, which ban more traditional exports such as coal, seafood and textiles. BBC correspondent Mickey Briscoe. A former Panamanian president convicted of money laundering is defiantly proclaiming his intention to run in the upcoming presidential election. Despite facing a possible ban on seeking office, Ricardo Martinelli was officially presented as the candidate of the Realizing Goals Party. News and analysis at townhall.com. Well, you just never know what you might find in a garage. Police say a Cold War-era rocket of the type used to carry a nuclear warhead has been found in the garage of a home of a deceased man in Washington State. Bomb squad members say it was a Douglas Air II Genie, an unguided air-to-air rocket designed to carry a nuclear warhead. Now, there was no warhead attached and there was no rocket fuel. Since the item was inert and posed no danger, authorities left it with a neighbor to be restored as a museum display. Jason Walker reporting. Today is Sunday, February the 4th. It's the 35th day of 2024. On this date in history, 1945, President Franklin Roosevelt, British Prime Minister Winston Churchill, and Soviet leader Joseph Stalin began their iconic wartime conference in Yalta. More on these stories at townhall.com. The following program is sponsored by Bay Area Medical Can Care Clinic. So at any rate, I'd already started, Ken. I figured I was going to be streaming on Facebook and YouTube and Twitch, even though you weren't with me because you deserted me. <laughs> you and that no good skunk of a of a of a station ramrod, <laughs> Joe. <laughs> at any rate, so we were having problems. I was explaining to everybody on Facebook and YouTube that uh, we switched over at the station to a new computer system. So. We got a few glitches we're working out, but we're here now. We're doing a show, Doctor Bill and Ken by my side. We're sailing for the next hour, Doc. We're sailing, and we're no breaks either, buddy. We're, we're going nonstop. We're ready news to go. Wait. We are the news. <laughs> That's right. So, at any rate, I wanted to start off talking about uh, uh, Alzheimer's. I had started a little bit and. Uh, about some of the pathognomonic signs, you know, some of the signs that we see in the brains of people with with Alzheimer's. We see those these neurofibrillary tangles. Uh, it's a protein called amyloid, and uh, it's one of the proteins that surrounds the nerve sheaths, the cells. And uh, this gets all janked up, and then it starts breaking apart. And then these these amyloid proteins start clumping together, and they they cause these uh, these tangles these webs of protein that uh, we can see in the brain on biopsy and electron microscopy and with certain stains and there's also a a part of the brain called the locus ceruleus and if you will look behind me ken uh, you will see 
Let's see if I can get my finger in the right <laughs> Now you know how to see this is why weatherman is such a different difficult job because of what you're yeah. trying to do right there. Yeah, because I, I should do it reverse. I should change it. But at any rate, that's the locus ceruleus right there. And you have two of them on either side of, of the brain. Now, this is a, a cut through the through the head behind the throat. And so this little thing here, let's see if I can get my finger over there. <laughs> right. Right. Okay. Right, right there. <laughs> that little thing sticking up there, the little black thing. I see it. Okay, that is your second cervical vertebrae. That's called the uh, odontoid process. You can see it a little better over on this side here. Whoops, over here. So you see it over there? Right. What well, we looking at healthy and, and not healthy, I guess. Huh? Yeah, so the one on, I guess it would be on your right. Okay. You're on your right. The darker is, one. The darker one is the unhealthy one. Okay, mm-hmm. so the one on the left with the uh, with the nice white fluffy looking uh, material that's living tissue, and the black stuff surrounding it that's the fluid of the brain. So you have your brain floating in this bath of fluid. Obviously, you need something to cushion it. Otherwise, every time you bump your head, you'd have a bleed inside your brain. And it also uh, acts as a nutrient for the surface of the brain, and it's got antibodies and all kinds of things in it. So if you look on the other side, you'll see that uh, there's a lot more black there, and uh, you can even see the uh, see those little indentations on the surface of the brain, those little squiggly lines. Absolutely, yeah. See how they're darker on the one side than the other. What does that because, What does that mean? That means the brain is shrinking, so the fluid is filling in where the brain shrinkage is. So if you look at the see the two things in the middle that look like an alien's face. Absolutely, yeah. And then on the other side, you see how much bigger they are? Yes, sir. That's because the brain is shrinking, which happens with age. We do have some brain shrinkage with age. We also see it with things like small vessel disease, where we have death of uh, brain tissue deep inside the brain. But we see it with Alzheimer's and uh, with Pick's disease and with uh, different kinds of dementia, frontal lobe dementia. At any rate, so this is one of the pathognomonic signs is the locus ceruleus uh, starts to shrink and atrophy, as we say. Atrophy means get smaller. And so this is one of the cardinal signs of, uh, of Alzheimer's disease. Now, you can get uh, a PET CT scan uh, that's specific for uh, the, the centers of the brain that, that shrink with uh, with Alzheimer's disease, but you have to ask for that because we have to use a special radioisotope, and you can even have amyloid uh, uh, markers in that uh, PET CT. As you know, the PET scan is the one where we inject a short-acting radioisotope into you, and that's taken up by active cells, and inactive cells don't take it up, so then you get a differential. So it's either an oxygen, radioactive oxygen, or uh, 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 glucose molecule that's radioactive because those are the things that, that we use as we uh, carry on metabolism. We need gasoline, we need oxygen, we need air. Gasoline is sugar. And so you mark a sugar molecule with a radioactive isotope. And uh, that's how you look at that. So that's one way we can do it. We can do a spinal tap, although that's not completely diagnostic. We can see some abnormalities in the proteins and and the spinal fluid, but not many people want to get a spinal tap just to find out if they have Alzheimer's. 
<laughs> no, that's painful, I think, isn't it? I mean, yeah. I mean, most people are like, you ain't sticking that thing in me, bud. <laughs> yeah, a long needle. No, thank you. And yeah. what, okay, so we know now. Now we know you've got Alzheimer's, but we can't, still can't do anything about it, right? Well, we 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 can't cure it, but we can uh, we can treat some of the symptoms. We we uh, attack two different neuro 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 humors, acetylcholine and glutamine, and we do have four drugs that we can do that with. And let me see if I can pull those up for you. I got that somewhere in here. Any rate, we've got these drugs that we can use, and they're they're quite good. It's at helping with some of the uh, side effects of it. There are mementine and uh, physostigmine, and there's some there's some different drugs that we can use to to at least give you back some function temporarily, but nothing's going to stop it. You're going to lose in the end. You're going to lose in the end if you if you die before it gets you, then all the better. Yeah. Uh, because it's a harsh death, uh, not not so much for the person who has it. But for those of us who are outside looking in, well, you don't because, tell me. My dad died of Alzheimer's. My grandfather as well. So I'm, yeah, I'm so probably you, on my you, way. Yeah, you know what it looks like. It, I do. It's, uh, at the tail end, there's a lot of confusion, and uh, uh, they don't recognize you. And you know, they take their clothes off. They're incontinent, and they're happy you came by to talk to them, but they have no idea who you are. Yes. Yeah, and they get they can get violent, and then we yeah. have to get them. But the interesting thing that happened is that there were some kids decades ago that got human growth hormone. Now, you, you know what that is. That's the hormone that your brain makes that makes makes you grow. And uh, the growth process is stimulated by human growth hormone and thyroid hormone. And what closes the growth plates, the bony uh, areas of at the end of the bones, uh, the, the cartilage that actually does the growing is is your steroid hormones, your sex hormones, uh, uh, testosterone and estrogen. So you get the growth hormone in there before your growth plates closed and little short kids can be made taller. Well, we've got several hundred kids now that have developed Alzheimer's disease. And so the researchers traced it back to the, the source of the HCG, the human growth hormone. And guess where that came from? That came from cadaver brains. So what they did is they took the oh, man. took the pituitary gland out of cadavers and um, tried to do their best to purify out the human growth hormone and then use that as a medication. And so there was a small group of people who actually got Alzheimer's disease from this. So we know that you cannot uh, transmit this from one person to another, but we now know that there is at least one factor somewhere in there that is transmissible if you inject it directly into a person. Um, now, of course, we, we don't know how many of these kids would have gotten Alzheimer's anyway, but certainly it's statistically significant that this human growth hormone did cause Alzheimer's in these kids. They're not using that anymore, right? No, no, we don't use that anymore. That We've gotten away from the human. And if we do use human growth hormone, it's, it's, the, um, it's the one that's engineered in the lab. It, it's... Uh, genetically engineered it's not from a human being we just you know we put it together with uh with uh, our ability to fool with the genetics of, of of the body and the proteins and all that so 
Well, it's one nasty disease, and I don't wish it on anybody. Trust me. No, and uh, you know it, it's it's unfortunate that we have that, but it's fortunate that we have found out another little piece of the of the puzzle, and it's too bad for those kids. Of course, they're mostly older now. Yeah. And, but if, you know the good thing, Ken, they're all tall. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I'm sure if they had their of, I'm sure if they had their choice they would have taken, you know, 5 inches off just to uh Yeah, now this is an MRI that I'm showing you and uh you can see the ears and you can see the uh the vertebrae in the back there, uh the the odontoid process sticking up. So you know that this is a cut behind the throat. So this is what we call a coronal cut, so it'd be like taking your taking a knife and just just going right Hmm. Okay. Still there, Doc? <laughs> I've lost you, buddy. Check your microphone cord. <laughs> uh, there you are. I'm back. I'm sorry. I must have hit that button when I lost my glasses. See, it's not just me who hits the wrong buttons, Doc. It's I know. It. This, <laughs> this mouse here, I'm going to kill it. Do you have a mouse trap? <laughs> Excuse me? Do you have a mouse trap? I need a mouse trap. Oh, not handy. Sorry. <laughs> All right. So... That's that's the area of the brain that we look at uh, with the MRI to see what's going on, and uh, it, it's a fascinating science. It's a fascinating science, and some of the signs of early Alzheimer's are, are uh, you know, a little confusion, misplacing things, uh, uh, memory loss, taking longer to accomplish daily tasks, trouble finding your money or your keys, those sorts of things. And a lot of this is just normal as we get older. Uh, yeah, senior moments are not necessarily Alzheimer's. Yeah, and you know, I've, I mean, I've been losing my keys since I was a kid. And some of this is that you're busy. You know, if you're a very busy person, you got a lot going on, and uh, you're trying to see patients and juggle paperwork and fix computers and find out where everything is and where your wife has hidden all the equipment and tools in the office and the money. Well, the forget that. I'll never. <laughs> She's got that. Don't you remember, up. dear? You spent that already. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, how much are we worth? She says, you don't need to know. <laughs> That's on a need to know basis. Just get back to work. That. Exactly. <laughs> and so, you know, as as the disease process gets worse, your attention span gets shorter. Uh, you can't recognize your friends and family as easily. You have problems with the language organization of thoughts and things, uh, unable to do simple tasks like set the table and, you know, get your clothes, lay your clothes out and you're restless and agitated get your days and nights turned around. And then you have people wandering around in the middle of the night. And uh, that's pretty, pretty common uh, sundowner syndrome. You seem to get worse as the sun goes down, your dementia gets worse. And then as you get to the tail end of it, you got weight loss. You can even have seizures, uh, uh, making all kinds of weird noises. Uh, My mom had a, uh, with, along with hospice, brought in like a crane. She had to crank him out of the uh, bed and put him in his wheelchair every day at the end. It was very, very sad. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it, it's, a, it's a tough disease. And, it, and, again, it's not hard on the person who has it. It's hard on the people that are around them. You know, we're the ones who, is, who suffer, and everybody says, oh, isn't that horrible? And well, you know, hey, guys completely, uh, or the gals completely, uh, unaware of what's going on, and they got somebody feeding them and wiping their butt, and you know, 
really, it's not a bad way to go. All in all, you just sit there and do nothing. That's right. All these people are all faking, I think, Doc. They, they could be. They could be. You know, I'm, I'm going to start practicing. I'll see how it goes over with the wife. See, <laughs> see you do that. <laughs> I'm sorry, dear. Who are you? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. At the end, my dad was calling, was talking, was, we would refer to my mother as that nice lady who, who, who brings him food. Yeah. See, he's a lucky guy. Yeah. He was, he was actually pretty happy. I mean, I, he, he would never, you never see him. He was never violent. He was never angry. He was just happy you were there to talk to him. And he didn't know who you were though, but he didn't talk to you about things that happened a long, long time ago. Yep. And uh, eventually they lose that, too, and they don't even know where they are. We had one of our uh, urologists who was just a really vibrant guy, and uh, he practiced until he was in his 70s, and he retired, and a year, year or two later he was in a nursing home. He's completely gone now. And just a really vibrant guy. He, uh, he claimed to, and I'm not saying this for uh, shock effect, but he claims to have known every famous penis in North America. He was <laughs> he was a character. He he gave you the insight on on everybody famous, and he actually put in more penile implants than any urologist <laughs> in the United States. He got I guess rich. that's a record. He, yeah, well, yeah. I mean, he got rich as as uh, of course it didn't do him any good, but oh. which he's got good care. Well, you know, it doesn't do anybody any good at the end. So no matter no, how rich you are. No, I mean, you can't yeah. take it with you. So That's you right, exactly. You know, my wife's like, well, what are we going to do if we don't have money when we're old? I thought, well, mm, you won't know it. We, we, we won't know it. <laughs> we'll right. care. They'll put us in some dump, and uh, somebody will come by and feed us every couple of days, and who cares? We'll be dead. I told, I told my family, just put me in a hefty bag. Throw me in the can. Yeah, just. just uh, <laughs> Before they realize it, you know, they've got you. Well, they've got this new service now that that they will recycle you. Have you heard about that? No, I haven't. How how do they recycle you? Well, you don't embalm the body, and you send the body to this company, and they have these barrels, and they grind you up and put you in the barrel with with peat and uh, uh, bacteria and, uh, you know, various organic substances and roll you around until you, you turn into mulch. You know, it's... And and then they just, uh, I guess they fertilize the yard with it. But uh, Wait, yeah, you are the fertilizer. Yeah, you so, are the fertilizer. So you're you're helping trees grow, I guess. After you're doing well, that's yeah, some, that's something, I guess. Yeah. So you're do, you're making good of yourself, good use of yourself, even after you're all gone. So <laughs> I mean, when you when you cremate somebody, all you're doing is is burning up the carbon and the oxygen in the body and. The few things that remain, nitrogen's volatile, so it burns off. And the few things that remain are mostly uh, calcium from your bones and a little bit of heavy metals, you know, from iron from your blood and a few other things, trace metals like copper. But, uh, you know, it always amuses me when people say, oh, I have my, you know, I have my wife or my husband in the the urn up on the the mantle there. No, you don't. All All you got is some calcium. That's all it is. It's ninety-five percent calcium. There's nothing there, but it makes people feel good. I guess so. Yeah, I want to be scattered down in St. Thomas or something. That's no problem. You you want us to do it now? You want us? No, I don't wait till I die. (laughs) (laughs) You can wait till I die, but I want the family to go down there and just uh, uh, scatter me into the wind at St. Thomas, and then 
and have a nice nice vacation while you're there. That's you know. Yeah, yeah. This is just yeah. one thing you have to do, but you got the rest of the week, so have a good time. Yeah, you might as well. I mean, we we uh, we had one friend that uh, died, and he he was an airman during World War II, and he'd flown out of uh, out of England, and he also flew in the United States. He was a pilot, and this and that. And so he wanted some of his ashes spread in England and some here, and so we had a big a big uh, ceremony for him, a big wake, and you know I got up and said a few cute things about him, and then we took his ashes down to the beach here in St. Pete. And uh, we opened them up and threw them out into the water, and guess what? What? They blew back in our face. <laughs> <laughs> We're like, Jack, <laughs> you're going, you're flying the wrong way, dude. <laughs> so always check the wind if you're going to be doing that. Yes. So then we all laughed and had a good time and went and got drunk, and that was. It. <laughs> he probably appreciated it. He probably got a good laugh out of it. Too, he somewhere. probably did. He's sitting up there. <laughs> well, I warned my family to make sure to check the wind first. I don't yeah, want them brushing. You know, they don't want, I don't want them brushing, brushing me off their clothes and things like that. Yeah, you got to wait till evening when the wind reverses at the at the sea. You know, the the there's an inversion between the the hot and the cold. Uh, you know, during the day the the water is warmer or cooler than the land, and so you get a current this way, and then it reverses at night and goes the other way. At any rate, so wait till you do that, folks. Wait till nighttime when you go out there, so you don't have. <laughs> You're planning this. You can also shoot your remains um, into space now, I guess. I guess Elon will charge you for that, though, won't it? It's a little pricey, but, yeah, there's somebody, I think, who's uh, sending uh, remains into space. So we got more uh, elemental calcium up in space now. That I'm glad to know that. I feel better. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so now, hey, did you hear we're, we're striking back at the Hooties? And it's about Hooties. time. Well, but, you know, we're steering clear of Iran's red line. What's their red line? Well, we can't bomb their men, and we can't bomb their territory. Hey, accidents well, happen. Uh, you know what? <laughs> I say, take off the gloves, Joe. Yeah, he's not going to do that. No way. No, he's afraid of a wider war. What are they going to do? You know, you you take out their army, you take out their navy, you take out their air force. What are they going to do, use slingshots? I mean... Come on. Well, they might have a nuclear weapon. They might have a nuclear weapon. So, yeah, but can they launch it? And why uh, well, can't yeah, blow it up? well, they could. They could say. I think what they're really worried about is somebody driving one into Israel on a truck. I don't think they're so worried about them hitting us as they are about hitting Israel. I don't think anybody's going to drive a truck into Israel right now. They got the border shut down, and oh, you can't even get in or out. Uh, that's true, but what I my I always thought it was a, a silly uh, premise because if you blow up Israel with a nuclear bomb, you're killing quite a few Palestinians and folks on the West Bank as well. Yeah, but the the, the Ayatollahs they don't care about that. They that's true. Yeah. They they could care less. What they care about is dominance over the Middle East, and uh, actually they'd like worldwide dominance, but that's not happening. At least not in our lifetime, Ken. No, no. But you know, Saudi Arabia first, doesn't like them, so we we would team up with them if anything ever happened. Yeah, the Saudis would, uh, they would, they would certainly jump in with us, and it's it's about time too. Damn it! Yeah, no kidding. You know, I heard from some of the U.S. pilots that the Saudi pilots in the uh, in the Iraqi war that they actually were pretty good pilots. They they taught them how to fly, and they did a really good job. Well, that's good. I, I, if we could, if we could put the uh, if they could fight with the Israelis and us and the Saudis, 
and maybe the Iraqis even, that would be a pretty formidable group of people for well, the Iran Iraqis, to be fighting. The Iraqis, they want us out because, you know, they're mostly uh, uh, Shias. Yes, that's true. They, uh, But they don't like Iraq. They don't like Iran at all. I mean, they've had a couple of wars with them. Well, that was when that was when Saddam and the and the Sunnis were in control. But now the Shias are in control, and they want to be friends with Iraq. Ah, okay. Well, then we'll have to bomb Iraq again too. I guess we're getting the, pretty good at it. Hey, we know the targets. We know all the targets. We, got that, <laughs> we know where everything is. <laughs> so uh, that that's the story there, and and I don't know. Um, you know, I I think this 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 uh, kind of tiptoeing around are we going to have a wider war what are they going to do i mean they don't have the ability to do anything it, it's it's just silly it's it's uh you know and i like what trump did he just went in there and he he killed one of their leaders i like what what uh, reagan did he went in there and took out half of their navy what'd they do nothing that's right they calmed down for a while they left us alone but they didn't have the nuclear weapon then so that's what everybody's afraid of now yeah, but you know it, it's it's a you can you can make the device, Ken. But getting the uh, enough of the of the U two thirty five purified that's the tough part. We know where the where the uh, centrifuges are. We could take those out in you know in a, in a couple hours. We could fly B ones or B twos over there, and they'd never even know it. And we could have highly precision bunker busting bombs. We could, I mean. We could take that out easily. Hmm. Well, I'm sure we could. Yeah, they are underground, but we uh, we we've, we've even disabled them using um, cyber techniques. Oh yeah. So I think we should do more than that. We're not doing enough of that around the world. No, and and you think about it, Ken. Look, the Houthis uh, are firing these ballistic missiles at our ships uh, that the Iranians are making. Iranians are making. We've shot them all down. The yeah. only ones that had done any damage have hit unarmed oil ship, oil tankers, and all they did was set the decks on fire, and we went and put them out. So, I mean, how much of a threat are these guys? Not much, really. No, not for and, us. And, and Well, even for the Israelis. I mean, they've got the Iron Dome, and with the Iron Dome, they've taken out every, I mean, what, a couple of missiles have gotten through and haven't done much damage, so... I, I don't understand. Why are we pussyfooting around? Why are we waiting? The best I, I, defense <laughs> is an offense. Yeah. Go in and take them out, Ken. I'm with you, Doc. You don't have to convince me, buddy. Well, damn it. Call the president. <laughs> get him on the line. We want him on the show this morning. <laughs> I, he's not up yet. Come on. <laughs> he's not okay. awake yet. <laughs> he, he, if you handed him a phone, he wouldn't know what to do with it anyway. <laughs> Oh, is this my breakfast? <laughs> Hello, Mom. <laughs> so anyway, well, yeah, because it's uh, it's it's not a good thing for us to be pushed around. I don't, I'm tired of it. Oh, I'm tired of it too. It's it's just it, it's just such a, a a bad message to send to the world. This is the message that we gave to the Japanese before World War II that we were weak, and guess what? Hmm. They attacked. That's right. Exactly. And guess what happened to them? They were I destroyed. Mean, they were destroyed. I mean, fortunately, we stayed and rebuilt them and and directed them and guided them. Uh, I don't think that'll work with the Muslims because it's such a a different. Uh, They're more fanatical than the Japanese were. 
Yeah, I think they're more fanatical, and I think uh, I think that part of the problem is that you have these kids that are brainwashed from birth that there's only one God, and that God is God, and his prophet is Muhammad. And, you know, come on. Muhammad had seizures, and after he had seizures, the angel Gabriel would talk to him. Oh, please, give me a break. You know, I mean, it's like Abraham heard from God, go out and kill your son. Well, if he was alive today, Ken, we'd lock him up. We'd give him <laughs> major medication because he was schizophrenic. You know, you're hearing voices to tell you to kill your own kid? I mean, that's not normal. No, you're right. You'd be incarcerated. You'd be in car. I mean, most of these of these religious uh, founders and leaders, they they were crazy, or they had some you know medical problem like seizures or uh, schizophrenia or manic depression. You know, look at Joe Smith and Mormonism. I mean, he was a manic depressive. He looked in a top hat, and the angel Moroni gave him the the, the new whatever the Book of Mormon is. You know, he gave him all the new new words for the Book of Mormon. Th- this is not. Uh, this is not. And even the Buddha, who I admire and and think was a wonderful man, I mean, he starved himself almost to death in his early, uh, late 20s, early 30s. Did you know that? I did not. Yeah, he he thought that uh, the best way for him to achieve nirvana was to starve. And so some little girl in the village said, what are you doing? And he said, well, I'm, 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 I'm purifying myself. She said, are you crazy? You'll die. Eat. And so he started eating. <laughs> then we all know the end of the story. He got fat sitting under the yum yum tree. But at least he had a good message. And, you know, Jesus had a good message. I mean, you know, peace and love, that's a good message. Can't go wrong. That's right. I mean, I couldn't follow it, but it's good for you guys. <laughs> well, I want I'm... you guys to follow that and <laughs> leave your back door open, please. <laughs> but I'll tell you, we see if we can do some news here. We can give it a try. We got news? I think so. Should we try it? Well, are we going to do a question or what? I think we'll skip the question today if that's okay with you. Unless you got that's one okay. handy. We got one handy. I didn't I didn't put one together yet, so. No, I, I well, um here's the, here's the question. Who's fighting in the Middle East? <laughs> <laughs> just list one of the combatants. Just just list one and you'll get them up. <laughs> and we're at 877-969-8600. That's 877-969-8600. I'm Dr. Bill. Okay, go ahead and let's have some news. Again, let's we'll see what happens back. here. We'll be right back. Here's the latest from the Answer News Center. Experience the best selection of cigars and accessories in the country. Corona Cigar is located at 4142 West Boy Scout Boulevard across from International Plaza. Or visit coronacigar.com. With SRN News, I'm Michael Harrington in Washington. Another Pineapple Express storm is on its way to California, bringing with it the threat of dangerous floods and mudslides. Californians spent Friday and Saturday getting ready for what forecasters say could be the largest storm of the season, with the worst expected to hit Ventura and Santa Barbara counties today and tomorrow. Most of the state was under some corner of wind, surf, or flood watch by yesterday afternoon. President Biden has won South Carolina's Democratic primary, notching a victory in the state that he pushed to leave the party's dominating calendar. Biden on Saturday defeated the other Democrats in South Carolina's ballot, including Minnesota Representative Dean Phillips and author Marianne Williamson. Black voters play an outsized role in South Carolina's Democratic electorate, and Mr. Biden and other party leaders had recommended the state lead off the 2024 primary calendar. This is SRN News. 
The IRS is the most powerful collection agency on earth, and if you owe back taxes, the news isn't good. The IRS is raising the interest rate it charges on unpaid taxes, and further rate hikes are expected. Most people don't know it, but the IRS adds interest charges to your tax debts daily. So if you owe the IRS today, you'll owe even more tomorrow. And it doesn't stop until you get right with the IRS. The good news is getting right can start with one phone call to Optima Tax Relief, America's number one tax relief firm. Optima's tax professionals specialize in the Fresh Start Initiative, a powerful IRS program that can save you thousands if you qualify. In fact, the experts at Optima have resolved over $1 billion in tax debt for their clients. Call now for a free consultation. Call 800-965-1433. 800-965-1433. 800-965-1433. Optima Tax Relief. Some restrictions apply. For complete details, please visit OptimaTaxRelief.com. Dr. Bill for Bay Area Medical, located at 6399 38th Avenue North in St. Pete, 727-384-6411, 727-384-6411. Full-service clinic with x-ray, heart imaging, ultrasound, stress testing, and minor surgery. We provide quality health care in a warm and friendly atmosphere. We are multilingual, well-trained, and certified. Most American insurance and new patients accepted. Bay Area Medical Home of Can Care, 727-384-6411, 727-384-6411. Dr. Bill here. With social distancing and sheltering in place, telemedicine is here. Bay Area Medical Home of Can Care Clinic offers telemedicine for new and established patients. You can see me without an office visit. Schedule an appointment at 727-384-6411, 727-384-6411. When it's time for your appointment, type this web address into your cell phone or computer web browser, doxy.me forward slash Bay Area Med. A cell phone works well and is all you really need. For computers, you need a web camera and speakers. We'll give you this address when you call for your appointment. We accept most insurances and travel insurances. Canadians and visitors, please call your travel insurance company for an authorization number prior to the visit. Co-pays and deductibles apply. Self-pay rates are available. Just ask. We accept credit cards, PayPal, and Stripe. 727-384-6411. 727-384-6411. Dr. Bill here. My friends at St. Pete MRI and Sleep Diagnostics are your best choice for state-of-the-art MRI, CT, and sleep studies. Quality unsurpassed. 25 years experience makes St. Pete MRI my go-to imaging center. Self-pay rates are competitive and out-of-pocket cost a fraction of a hospital. Conveniently accessible from both sides of the bay at 750 94th Avenue North, St. Pete, near the Gandhi, 727-577-2220, 727-577-2220. Periods of clouds and sun, a terrific afternoon. High today at 70, clear tonight with a low at 50. Another nice day tomorrow, sunshine with a high 72. Cloudy tomorrow night, low 57. Shower and a heavy thunderstorm on Sunday. Could bring some damaging wind, the high 70. Monday, rain, high 67. That's your AccuWeather forecast. I'm Steve Williams for AM860, The Answer. Are we back, Ken? And I'm here. I'm Dr. Bill. I got Ken with me, and we're doing a radio show. We're also streaming on Facebook and YouTube and Twitch. And uh, actually, I've seen a couple hits on uh, Facebook, Ken, pop up on my screen here. I'm going to have to figure out how to answer those. It's only one guy here, though. That's the problem. I'm doing everything. I'm the engineer. (laughs) (laughs) 
I know how you feel, Doc. I know how you feel. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's like uh, if I had a couple of robots, maybe I should call Elon and see if he's got an AI I can borrow. At any rate, so Nikki Haley won't drop out, and uh, she's going for broke in South Carolina, and I guess Trump's beating her by, uh, what, 30 points in South Carolina so far in in the polls. He's like at 60 and she's at 30 or something like that. Un- unbelievably wide numbers. I'm, I'm not quite sure what the end game is. I guess she wants to have some input into the platform, uh, but I don't know. It's so, all yeah. It's all about the convention now. I, I guess, and uh, you know, the people that are backing her, mostly liberals and uh, middle of the roaders, uh, and never Trumpers. What is it they hate about Trump other than that he's just an obnoxious sob? <laughs> you know, I really don't know. I, you know, one of my Canadian patients said, you like Trump? Why? I said, well, I like uh, world peace and I like uh, a healthy economy. And who cares what he says? Who cares what he does? I don't care if he runs naked through the White House. Well, I don't Just, particularly want to see that, but if he wants to do it, fine, no, yeah. No, I mean, you know, we, we'll, we'll reserve that for a Saturday Night Live show. <laughs> <laughs> No, I don't know what it is, but he just uh, – maybe it's the name-calling. Maybe people don't like the name-calling. I don't know. But he's got a nickname for everybody. Uh, oh, yeah, which I think is funny. I get a kick out of it, but uh, most people don't like that. They think that a president should be more – Decorum, uh, right. Yeah, more appropriate, yeah. more diplomatically correct. And I'm like, the hell with that. Step on him. <laughs> well, I guess we all we all have a, you know, a mental image of what a president should be, and he doesn't – you know, live up to some of those images. Well, so what? We, we're not. Well, I, we didn't. We don't vote presidents in to be nice guys. No, I mean, look at Andrew Jackson. I, I would bet that a third of the country would have loved to have gotten their hands around his throat and choked him. <laughs> yeah. And Teddy Roosevelt. I mean, my God. You know, when he died, you know what his, his son said when he uh, when he uh, emailed or telegraphed, not emailed but telegraphed back in the day when he died. He said, "The old lion roars." Roars no more. <laughs> I loved it. That was pretty cool. Any rate, so you know Nikki is a Sikh. You know what a Sikh is. No, what's a Sikh? What is a Sikh? Sikhism is an offshoot of Hinduism. It's uh, sort of like their their Protestant Reformation. It it's, uh, it believes in one God. It's monotheistic, unlike uh, Hinduism, which has many gods. Hinduism is really not a religion. It's more a collection of uh, various folk uh, 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 beliefs and traditions. And uh, and there are some things that have been formalized, uh, but uh, Sikhism was actually founded in part as a reformation and also in part as a way to fight the Muslims because in the northwestern uh, part of India, you know, Pakistan is, is Muslim. So after the split, after, after Great Britain set them free or they got their freedom or whatever they they ended up dividing into two countries and the muslims went into pakistan most of them and the hindus all headed into india now india still has a huge muslim population but the sikhs started hundreds of years ago as a way to counter the uh, atrocities that were being committed by the muslims against the hindus uh, and also as a way to uh to purify the religion and have monotheism. So uh, they have some principles, and you see the guys with the turbans on their heads walking around in the United States? Yes, absolutely, once in a while, sir. 
those are not Muslims. Those are Sikhs, and they are anti-Muslim. <laughs> and uh, they one of the one of the tenets is they have to carry a knife. Now I don't know if they still do that, but back in the day they carried a knife in their in inside their turbans, and uh, they had to be ready to defend themselves. And they were almost killed off by the Muslims. Muslim killed them down to about a couple of hundred people, and they actually came back several hundred years ago. Now they're thriving. Nice people and very charitable, uh, uh, industrious, uh, very moral, decent people. Uh, so Nikki's probably a, at heart a good person. You know, she's probably really is and probably well intended. But uh, I think it's time for her to get out, Ken. Probably. And she's just wasting money now, sort of. Oh, yeah. I mean, you know, what's she, about $150, 200000000 into this? Probably, yeah. And it's still coming in. So why bother? And, uh, and you know, she's she's going to be embarrassed in her own home state. I mean, Trump's going to trounce her. There's no doubt about that. And uh, I, I guess she thinks that she'll have a say in the platform. But I don't know. I don't know how that's going to work out for her. Do you? I don't think it's not going to be an open um, convention. They, I mean, t- Trump has all the delegates. And the I mean, super, yeah, yeah, the super delegates are going to go for. Do they have super delegates in the Republican? No, that's only the it's Democrats. just Democrats. Okay, they're the only ones that have that kind of sneaky little way of uh, taking the election. Right? Yeah. Yeah. If we don't like who the people are for, we'll, we'll get our man in. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Not really very fair, is it? No. No, it's a it's a different world. They they live they think they're in a democracy, the Democrats, and they are not. They are in a socio fascist uh, state, and um, socio fascism is not a good thing, Ken, because it's a one party system with a strong man atop, where the government controls everything, and there is free enterprise, but only the free enterprise that the government wants and allows. Right, and we see that. I mean, we we're seeing that now. We're seeing. Things like uh, oil production being shut down by the Democrats because they don't like it. They think it's going to kill the planet. (laughs) Well, the planet will be okay. I don't know why people keep talking about killing the planet. You're not going to kill the planet. I don't care what we do. No. The the planet will kill us before it dies. Yeah. I mean, we, you know, the the last great, uh, you know, 65 million years ago, we had that huge comet hit in the the Caribbean basin or in the uh, Gulf of Mexico, and that wiped out what, 85% of the life on Earth. And then 250 million years ago, we had super volcanic eruptions, and that wiped out like 99% of the life on Earth. And that can happen again, Ken. Absolutely, yes. It can happen again. It may be happening now. The warming Earth may just be a natural phenomenon. Well, I notice under my feet that things were... <laughs> get a little hot, is it? <laughs> yeah, we're getting a little hot. I thought, well, maybe we've got a volcano starting here in Florida. No, nah, it's just, you know, just stay off the cement. <laughs> what was cement? Why did the, you tell just me? Walk in the lawn; it'll be it'll feel much cooler. Get in the lawn. Put your shoes on, Handelman. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that'll help too. Yeah. <laughs> you remember Darius Rucker? You know, yes, I do. Rucker? Sure. Poor Darius. He got busted for possession of drugs, minor offense, and uh, he apologized. Uh, you know, he's 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 really not a bad guy. It's only going to help his reputation. Yeah, yeah, he needed some publicity. That's so. right, exactly. And it was in Tennessee, and now he's—I guess he's morphed into a country and western. Uh, yeah, mm-hmm. start that—that—that's his claim to fame now. So now he got a little bit more, and you know, I'm happy for him. He should, damn it. 
It's like Paul McCartney got arrested for having marijuana in, in Tokyo. And then afterwards, when he was leaving the country, he was being the press rat was asking him about it, and he said, "Oh, I'll never do that again." And he gave us all a big wink. <laughs> that kind of guy. So, right. so at any rate, we've got uh, this plane that crashed into uh, the, the mobile home park here in our area. Yeah. Do Remember? we know what brought that down yet? I know it was engine trouble, but do we know anything more? I haven't heard. Well, I'm I'm not going to admit to any using any of my uh, homemade weaponry. Uh, <laughs> you didn't float. <laughs> Why would you do that, Doc? Come on. Just... Well, I, I just wanted to see if it worked. <laughs> any rate, so there's this part-time paramedic, and uh, he crossed the yellow line uh, with his camera, and the police caught him and said, "Get out of here!" And so he snuck around to another part and got in there, and he he was filming it, and they they caught him and arrested him for. For uh, crossing the police line, you do not cross that crime line. No, no, they don't like that. No, they don't, and they, they will... think they're. In, they for some reason the police think they're in charge. At that moment, they are. <laughs> so, when they have a badge and a gun, yes, you, you just say yes, sir. That's right. When they when there's a police line, you don't cross it. You don't cross it. No. And you don't get them mad at you. And they put on those SWAT vests, you know, and you're standing there, and all you got in your hand is is uh, is a um, coca-cola and then they're they're like you don't move we're gonna shoot you dead and blow you apart now okay i'm moving by i'll see you i'm out of here no no one of the first things you learn as a member of the press and i did news for many many years is you do not cross that line no you do not they don't like that at all they will net net and if you're if you're a member of the press and you do it they consider you to you know be a professional and know that and they will not talk to you for like six months afterwards. So you you won't get any more news out of them. You won't get that's right. You don't get anything out of them in there. They'll they'll teach you. And yes, and you do. need to talk to the police because they've got information. If you're doing news, they've got the good stuff. Right, but you got to wait for the press conference. Mm-hmm. It's the people who try to get these scoops. You know, they got to get in there first. They got to beat everybody else. That those so, are the people who get arrested. So in, in 2021, um, several countries got together and they imposed this new minimum tax on uh, on corporations of 15% because some countries had lowered their tax rates down to attract uh, corporations into their businesses. And, uh, you know, that that's a good thing if you're trying to grow your economy, but it got a lot of other countries upset. So now there's a 15% minimum tax for a lot of these international companies. And so like Johnson and Johnson, it's going to add 1.5% to their bottom line. And you say, well, that's not much. What do you think about their profit margin? What's it? 10, 15%, uh, maybe 20% at the most. I mean, 1.5%, that's a big, that's a big deal. So prices are going up, especially for drugs and, uh, and commodities that are internationally manufactured by these big companies. Uh, the price so, of beef is going way high. I've noticed. You're trying to get some ground beef, forget oh, it. Oh, no, forget it. It's going. It's out of sight. And like, they've had to slaughter all the cows, I guess, because of the drought out west or something like that. Dang cows! I know. It's gonna take, he's going to take years to uh, get more up and ready to go. So it's going to oh, be yeah. high my, high meat prices for the next few years. Is what they're saying. And and uh, that makes the uh, left wingers happy because they want us to all eat. Um, Mungo beans. Yeah, they want to mean weeds. Weeds. <laughs> Not, you know, chew on trees and 
I guess if I had the stomach of a, of a giraffe, I could do it. But uh, well, you could re- you could reach the the good leaves. Yeah, and and you could you could digest uh, cellulose, but I don't do well with cellulose. And I don't do well with anything green. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Give me some red. Give me a cheeseburger. Put some cheese, cheese on it, man. Right now. <laughs> Back in the USA. Yeah. Cheeseburger in paradise, baby. That's what I'm looking for. So did you hear about this guy, Joshua Adams Schultz? I have not heard about Joshua Adams Schultz. 40 years he was sentenced to. He he was an IT guy with the CIA, and so he got mad at him about something, and uh, so he started stealing secrets and selling them to God knows who. I think... uh, I think to what was that guy's name that that had the uh, the uh, expose and he's still in jail over Snowden. You talking about Snowden? No. Yeah, yeah. This Snowden. Yeah. What was that called? That thing uh, <sighs> that he had. I don't remember. There. You remember that? Ah, sure. Yeah, he's he spent a lot of time in um, what, uh, hiding from the government in London, in yeah. some in somebody's embassy for a while. Yeah. So at any rate, so WikiLeaks. That's it. WikiLeaks. WikiLeaks. There you go. Yeah. You remember that. Okay, so he was he was selling this stuff to WikiLeaks because he was mad at the CIA because he didn't get a promotion or something. So then they raided his apartment, and they found tens of thousands of videos and images of child sexual abuse material. So he's doing 40 years for espionage and for being a pervert. <laughs> As he should. As he should. And you know what? I hope they put him out in the general population. Oh, I'm sure they will. That's where all the fun is for those guys. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. <laughs> and you know, you would think that people would uh, would would do espionage because they're for the other side or something like that. Most of these people, they're doing it either for money or because they're mad that they didn't get a promotion or their boss looked at them funny. I mean, this is craziness, dude. Yeah, it is. It's, uh, it's mostly it's, money, I think, though. Money and revenge. Yeah. Money and revenge. Chinese uh, have deep pocketbooks. They sure haven't offered me anything. No, no, no one's ever offered me. I don't know any secrets anyway. I got all kinds of secrets. I, I don't even have my. I don't even have any personal secrets. I got nothing. I got everything, but they got to pay me to hear them. <laughs> so you know that UN agency, the United Nations Relief and Works Agency. You remember that? Um, you know, sorry, Doc, I don't. <laughs> what What does this you know, agency do? They provide uh, relief funds to uh, uh, depressed and suppressed areas like the Gaza Strip. So they were sending food and money into the Gaza Strip. And guess who was working that part of the UN, that, that agency? Iran? Well, a lot of the people that were involved in attacking Israel. Okay, well, <laughs> that was smart. So, you know, the, the governments around Europe that were funding this and the European Union, they were like, wait a minute, what are we funding this for? Which is what I've been saying for decades now. Why are we funding these people? They're just giving it to people that are going to try to kill us anyway. Yeah. But so, so finally the UN said, well, we're going we're gonna to discipline these people. And they fired a whole bunch of them. I guess they were um, Palestinians that were working there, Muslim Palestinians and you know, their sole purpose in life was to kill Jews. And um, once they got done with the Jews and they were coming for the, the atheists. And as you know, they might consider me one. So I was. No, you're agnostic. You're not atheist. I'm agnostic. You can, well, they'll look at you and they say, well, you can still be convinced. 
Well, I'm a clearest. I'm a clearest. Okay. Everything is clear to me. All right. It's all clear to me. They're gonna. I, they need doctors anyway. So. Yeah. Well, one of my friends said, "Why don't you go over and help them in the Gaza Strip?" I said, "With the last moment, <laughs> I don't think I'd last very long." <laughs> I can't see you hanging around the Gaza Strip, no, Doc. No, I don't think that's going to work for me. <laughs> At any rate, they, so they fired these guys, and apparently they're going to try and clean up their act, at least while we're looking. And uh, when we stop looking, then they'll start doing what they usually do. And what's going on with Elon Musk? Why are they picking on this guy? I guess because he's uh, gone from a liberal to a conservative. Probably, but he that was a big bonus they were giving him. And yeah, and so, and somebody went after it, and I guess the courts uh, said no, you can't do that. Of course, it hadn't gone to the appeals court, and when I guess it was a share uh, shareholder or somebody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think he was a bongo drum player or something. <laughs> like that. What was he going to get though? What did they give him? I forgot what the number was, but it was a lot of money. Like fifty-seven billion or million or something. Trillion. Yeah, it was an incredible amount of money. Huge amount of money. You know, and I said, "Look, I'll take one percent just to handle the transaction." But, uh, <laughs> they didn't. They didn't go for that. Oh, did we get a winner? Anybody call in? No. You know what? I we never gave the phone number. I, I realized that after we were in the news, we gave a question. I did too. I gave it. I said eight seven seven nine six nine eighty six hundred. Well, then we must have done it too fast. Well, here it is again: eight seven seven nine six nine eighty six hundred. So if you call before the end of the show. We'll send you a couple of mugs. What was that. the question again? Uh, name had they had to name one of the combatants in the the yeah, Middle East. Any, I think name any combatant: Israel, the Houthis, Iran, Iraq, United States, Great Britain. I just gave you the answer. <laughs> just, yeah, so, I, I think we'll First just one to call and say something. Nah, you got I, I think we're just going to cancel it this week. Yes, sir. Okay. <laughs> the official word from the station: You ain't getting nothing, dude. <laughs> now, when we give out the answer, it makes it too easy. So. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, we're 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 trying to be nice here. So at any rate, now they're saying that Elon Musk and uh, some of the uh, board members that they were doing drugs together and money was involved and this and that. You know, what are they going after this guy for? I mean, he's he's kind of like uh, Thomas Edison of our generation. He, you know, he he invented the uh, the uh, artificial intelligence light bulb. He's the only one with a working space mission thing going now, pretty yeah, much. I mean, NASA doesn't do much at all. No, he he's putting up all of their satellites. Yeah, he's putting Can up a lot of them. He's putting up the Air Force satellites. Do you know that he has more? He's launched more rockets than all the countries and all the private industries in the world combined in the past five to ten years. I believe that. I watched most of them go up in my backyard. Pretty cool. It's pretty cool, man. It's pretty cool. Yeah, and. Uh, does he still have his Tesla orbiting the Earth or Mars or whatever? Oh, that's headed to Mars. Yeah, that's still out there. That's going to be out there forever. That's never going to stop. That'll be rotating around Mars until some asteroid hits it. It's it's on a really long orbit, so yeah, it could uh, it'll be coming back. Pretty cool. Yeah, Pretty it cool. is. Doc, I mean, we got about guy. a minute. We got about a minute or two left here. Two minutes left here. What happened to the time? I thought that we were having trouble with the station. No, 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 no. Everything's fine. Oh, okay, good. All right, I feel yeah. better. So do anyway, I. <laughs> you know, surprisingly, it turned out to be not a bad show. That's right. Exactly. I'm. I, everything went super easy. That's the way. Yeah. That's the way I was hoping it would go. Because you're here, everything's easy, Doc. Oh man, thank you. Got anyway, about, we got about a minute and a half left just to keep you informed. We do have telemedicine at the office. We're at uh, 
727-384-6411. You call and, uh, and uh, make an appointment. I'll send you a link if you want to see me face-to-face. Uh, we use DoxyMe, and uh, you just take your smartphone and you click on the link and follow it, and there you go. Remember, turn your speaker and your video on. I can't tell you the number of people that cannot figure out how to unmute themselves on their own cell phone. I, well, because they don't do that a lot, you see. No. It's, and, it's and still and relatively listen, new technology. Yeah. If you are uncomfortable with that, we can do telephone. We got, we still got telephones. And we're, again, we're at 727-384-6411. 727-384-6411. If you want to go to the office, where is, where is it located, Doc? 6399 38th Avenue North in St. Petersburg, Florida. We're just a block or two west of 66, or east of 66, 66th Street North, about a mile north of Tyrone Mall, across from St. Pete General Hospital. And uh, Real easy to get available. to, real easy to get to. Yeah. It's easy to get to. We're always available 24-7 weekends, and uh, we welcome Americans, Canadians, uh, aliens. <laughs> Say bye, Doc. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.